0: This is a head gum Podcast.
1: Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. The complete guide to everything listeners. Go to lucy.co and use promo code GUIDE to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code GUIDE at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer, warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code GUIDE. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom.
0: And I'm Tim.
1: Tim, how are you doing this week?
0: Tom, it's it's hard for you to tell because we're not in the same room.
1: Yeah, once once again separated by technology. I mean, yeah. if if you hadn't said anything, probably nobody would even know, Tim.
0: I know. Maybe we should uh, we should cut that part out, and then people would just be like, "Man, there's just weird pauses in between <laughs> when they talk for no reason." Oh, they keep interrupting each other.
1: Well, we interrupt we each know, other anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, Tom, I'm doing well. I'm in my own home,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and uh, you're in your own home, mm-hmm. um, and nobody needs to know why. We'll be back in person next week. Yeah. We're both healthy. Neither yeah. of us. Uh, Neither of us are sick, yeah. Just
1: I have a pending restraining order against you.
0: I know, and I think the, the, the judge will rightfully throw it out. Mm -hmm. and I'll be back on your doorstep one week from today.
1: (laughs) I mean, I was told you can't have a restraining order that is only valid when you're not recording a podcast. So I got the regular one, and they were like, yeah, this is fine. I'm like, well, no, he has to be allowed to come over when we record. It's just I don't want to bother him any other time. Yeah. I don't want want him coming over if I'm not getting paid.
0: That's true, but like uh, I think I'm uh, I'm a good guest in in your home. I take my shoes off mm-hmm. when I come in, and I take my shoes off. Would you prefer I don't take my shoes off if I'm not wearing socks?
1: Uh, no i I would just prefer you to wear socks in my home.
0: <laughs> I know, but sometimes I'm not gonna wear I'm not gonna wear socks in the summertime. What am I, a sadist? Yeah, wear socks with a masochist. Well, which what, is what, the one what are you wearing? You sandals so... or flip flops or something? I'm wearing boat shoes. I was raised on a boat.
1: You weren't raised on a boat. I know where you, <laughs> you were raised.
0: You've never been there. <laughs> um, you can come over my
1: house barefoot. I wouldn't be thrilled about it, but I, I would. I mean, I've done it. Is that yeah. why you don't
0: want me in your, in your home recording? Is that why you're just like, go stay at home. Look, we'll Tim, you'll, Face you'll
1: find out on our court date. Until then, I've been told just to, you know, not let you in at all costs.
0: I love that uh, the the restraining order is a surprise. You're <laughs> you're you're you want to really wow everybody with the reason why well, you've taken it out.
1: If I if I give you too much information about it, Tim, you're going to find ways to weasel around the edges. That's
0: true. Tom, enough of this frivolity. I have news uh, about something that we are, I think, the experts on, and. People really tune in to hear about. Okay, I got some foo news, Tom. Some Foo Fighters news. (laughs) Okay, yeah. All the foo's that's fit to print. Enough of it. Foo's news. Uh, Foo fight news. News fighters. Ooh, ooh, about that. Yeah,
1: there you go. News fighters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom, Mm -hmm. Uh, the Foo Fighters are back. Yeah, they're doing. I mean, they're touring. Is this ill-advised? They're doing like stadium shows for like <laughs> <laughs> like fifty thousand people at once. I mean, I
1: you know, I I think everybody right now they're they're going by what local authorities say.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, people are protesting them like uh, for requiring vaccinations. I think. Oh yeah, well. Like, oh yeah, speech?
1: if they're requiring vaccinations, then they
0: should be good. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, They played a show in Los Angeles, Tom. Mm -hmm. I think it was Los Angeles. The City of Angels. And guess what? What? Taylor Hawkins, their drummer, looks like he might be out of a job. What? No, not in a good way. Not in a way that like, (laughs) oh, maybe they'll be good again. Um, (laughs) But uh, did you hear about this 11-year-old girl? Uh, named Nandy that uh challenged Dave Grohl oh, to a yes. virtual drum off last summer. Uh-huh. It was a great quarantine thing. Right. Uh it was probably People the, were
1: looking for a little something to cheer them up. Yeah. Make them smile.
0: You know what? I was going to call it wholesome, but mm-hmm. don't you hate how everything that isn't like sexy hardcore anything that isn't hardcore pornography people are on the internet are like oh that's so wholesome yeah ooh what a wholesome thing
1: oh the the red shoe diaries are so wholesome cuz it's not yeah, hardcore exactly. sex it's just softcore
0: <laughs> uh yeah uh i don't know the names of all the softcore <laughs> pornography like you do tom i was going to try to come up with one myself
1: Sometimes, I remember as a kid watching softcore pornography on HBO, and sometimes it was just so obvious that it's like that's not, even me as a as like a 14-year-old boy knows that isn't how sex works. You can't do it that way.
0: <laughs> Tom, you were wise the, beyond your the ears.
1: angles didn't make sense.
0: I know. It wasn't about that, Tom. They weren't trying to fool anybody. Uh,
1: th- I, I was trying to be fooled.
0: Yeah. Any, i am sure it i'm sure it was not a problem though i'm sure like everything <laughs> turned yeah I out mean, just the ultimately
1: way you it was fine
0: um so they brought out this this 11-year-old at the show mm-hmm. right so she uh beat him in the in the in the drum off uh, the yeah. wholesome meme last mm-hmm. year i think he's probably actually a better drummer than the 11-year-old girl but we'll never know
1: <laughs> right you think he was sandbagging
0: um, it yeah. I think so? Or, um, or do
1: you think he was uh he was like uh uh oh is this going to be the story Tim? It was like he, he was uh you know uh what what do you call it when you're uh like being a ringer? Is it just being a ringer?
0: Oh, I know what you're Hustling. talking about. Hustling. Hustling, Yeah. Do you think
1: think he was like, yeah, I'll let her think she's a better drummer during the quarantine. But as soon as this shit's over, I'm going to get this little girl in front of the biggest audience possible and destroy her at drums once and for all.
0: (laughs) That would have been cool. He didn't even, you know, he didn't even go near the drums. (laughs) That would have been cool. That would have been such a
1: bummer. How would you enjoy the rest of the show if you just watch this like man in his 50s?
0: (laughs) Well number 1 if you, if you watch the video Tom, mm-hmm. they had her up to play everlong with them okay. she did a really good job but it was their closer it was i think uh it was it was like the last song of the encore uh-huh so like if she beefed it which like you don't know if an 11-year-old girl is pl- oh, is yeah. good at playing drums in front she beefed it then what are they going to do for their closer they just slink off the stage they i think that shows that Dave Grohl actually had a yep. lot of faith in this.
1: Yeah, a lot of confidence in her.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway, they brought her out. It was really nice. Taylor Hawkins, the Foo Fighters drummer, sat there doing nothing. She was on a, a set that, like, a drum kit that was her size, and right. so Taylor Hawkins stayed behind his drums. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like if she like beefed it, dropped her sticks or something, that guy's a pro. <laughs> he could have he could have started drumming right
1: yeah or or at least probably doing the like uh like the thing that the Rolling Stones have where it's like they have another band behind them <laughs> playing everything
0: Tom. Tom this is not the week <laughs> like well, they Watts certainly was... do now, yeah,
1: Tim, I mean, unless they're gonna pull some kind of a weekend at Bernie situation with old Charlie, which I don't honestly, I don't think he deserves that,
0: no, I don't think so either um he wouldn't stand for that. His no. his ghost would come back and like beat the shit out of Mick Jagger.
1: <laughs> but like uh uh the other guy, like Keith Richards had like somebody behind him playing, right?
0: I don't know. I think people see or, or t- the at fact least give that a like
1: fuller sound.
0: Yeah, but that's not that's not cheating. Yeah. Like when when you see when you hear a band's album, mm-hmm. you know, oftentimes they're uh, you know a lot of different tracks of things mm-hmm. going on. And when you have, you know, so much money to put on a real big uh, stadium tour, you can hire other musicians to fill out some, the sound.
1: Sometimes some of those tracks, seem you playing backwards and it's the devil giving you messages. I know.
0: Yeah. Um, the devil so tells if you they ask me, they they should... the devil communicates with me through a lot of different channels, not just records.
1: <laughs> if you ask me, they should, they, that's why they should not allow them to make so many tracks. Because at some point
0: they start getting the cocky gonna, and they're like, yeah. really?
1: We have more room for more tracks? Well, well let's let us let the devil have a word or yeah, two. Yeah, let on me this call novel. up
0: my friend the devil and see if he wants to, to put send some backwards coded mes- messages in send there. Send any
1: messages to our uh, easily influenced teen listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's who the. Do you think. Uh, the Rolling Stones on their album the, "A Bigger Bang" in like 2007 had a lot of <laughs> teens rushing out to, to buy it.
1: Yeah, they were like the these these, per, these teens were too young when "Bridges to Babylon" came out, but uh, <laughs> but now now they're prime age. That's why they've been uh, kicking around for so long, Tim.
0: I mean honestly nobody is more susceptible to that stuff than boomers like we just we didn't realize <laughs> that but like oh a message from some some random person just telling them what to do they'll just follow it cool yeah
1: i guess, i guess that's true they were the boomers were telling us all along like listen we're easily influenced by media <laughs> if, <laughs> if some media comes out and it tells us to to believe something we'll just blindly do it because how else Look, how else could they have uh, gotten away with doing this if it weren't true?
0: Yeah. Before you know, we're they're all screaming about kidnapping the governor.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, these same, and you know, it, it also makes sense why all these boomers, when we were kids, they were like, "The internet's bad, the internet's evil. Like it, it's it's full of people trying to trick you and 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 uh, you know, kidnap you and stuff." And it, once again, it turned out that it was just. They were worried about themselves, like, well yeah. once once computers get easy enough for us to use it, once I don't have to bother once I don't have to fool around with Netscape Nag- navigator anymore, uh, then I'm gonna be susceptible to all these things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then chrome hit the hit the streets and now they're all taking freaking horseworm medicine.
1: Yeah. They were like, "Oh, well, I liked Chrome when it was on a uh, Harley Davidson motorcycle. I thought that yeah. was pretty." Or, cool. Or
0: a '57 Chevy, yeah, fender some... of that.
1: <laughs> so finally, they're making an app for me.
0: Yeah, just sucked them in, Tom. Uh, so I was watching this Foo Fighters video, uh-huh. on, uh huh, on YouTube. I, I hope it wasn't
1: bootlegged.
0: Um. I couldn't find an official... well no, Nandy had an official one. Tim, if you uh, can't version. find
1: an official one, then you wait.
0: <laughs> I think Dave Girl record like videotapes everything he and the band ever does, right? Uh I mean if if I
1: were the lead in a band that big, like why not? Like, you know, yeah. it's it's so little such such a small amount of money can, compared to the rest of putting everything on. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you just record everything?
0: Yeah. Actually, when Nirvana was uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. they performed at the Barclay Center. Dave Grohl didn't set up those cameras. That I think HBO set up those cameras. <laughs> but remember they played an after uh, show at... Uh, a bar in Greenpoint where yeah. we kn- knew the owners of the bar. Yeah, Saint Vitus. And I was talking to I was talking to them about it afterwards, and they were like, "Oh yeah, like all day, Dave Grohl's people came in here and were just wired. Like there were like a hundred cameras in here, and everything was like wired for sound. Like they got that in prison, but like those what like five or six years ago, nothing happened with that. Yeah,
1: well, just in, just in case you wanted to do uh, like a bullet time thing or something, get get uh, enough cameras. I want to see
0: Nirvana in Bullet Time. That's uh, what everybody's been screaming about.
1: Look, I know they can't get Kurt Cobain back, but if they could at least get Bullet Time, uh, then it that might be more worth than a makes listen. up for it. Yeah, no, that's better. Like yeah.
0: that's that's what Kurt Cobain would still be with us today if they could have perfected Bullet Time. He would have been like, "Well, this is my artistic vision."
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I assume all those bands, you know, they're sitting on that shit until we're, you know, in our sixties, and then they're like, "Hey, guess what? Uh, We're selling video cubes of uh, of our after show, and uh, you're, I'll buy that video cube. You're gonna have to trade NFTs to get it,
0: Tom." Nobody knows what that is. NFTs really uh, fell off the scene, huh? No,
1: they're back. They're back bigger than ever. They're not back. Tim, the, I told you not to throw out all your NFTs.
0: I, I'm sorry. I trashed them. I dragged them all to the to the, uh, recycling well, bin. Well, hopefully
1: you haven't emptied the recycling bin yet. You'll be able to get those NFTs back.
0: Um. So I'm, I'm watching the, the YouTube video. YouTube mm-hmm. comments are wild, Tom.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you not been on the internet before?
0: So this one guy writes in the comments, like, everybody's like, oh, a lot of people saying this is so wholesome or whatever. <laughs> a lot of people are like, wow, this is a great, she's doing a great job. She did do a great job. Yeah. Somebody in the comments wrote, how on earth is an 11-year-old that good at anything? She isn't great for an 11-year-old. She is great for a professional, mm-hmm. right? And that's, a, that's I, yeah. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody replied, it's not that hard to be, to teach kids to be good at things, Teaching her to be good at the drums is the same as teaching a four-year-old how to shoot a gun. Although I would never do that.
1: (laughs) What? I mean, I would assume it's also very hard to teach a four-year-old how to shoot a gun. And why is that? And this
0: guy guy claims that, you know, it's not that hard, but he doesn't know because he would never do that. And then I went back. So look at that comment and it was gone like a day later. Ah. So I think that guy might have taught a four-year-old how to shoot a gun and then was like, and eh, let me just. Uh, yeah, you know.
1: yeah. You know what? I don't want to be accused of being a liar online.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> or maybe he did it and it turned out uh, teaching a four-year-old to shoot a gun was a lot harder than he thought.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, Tom, that's uh, those are all the headlines from our new weekly segment, News Fighters. <laughs>
1: Tim, this week, a topic I can't believe we've never, well, sure, we've discussed it, but we've never done a show about it, an He's entire got, show. The Foo Fighters, right? No, Tim, we did a show about the Foo Fighters. It's one of our most beloved episodes.
0: Acclaimed. critically yeah. and uh, Critically acclaimed. It's got a 100% Rotten Tomatoes score from the critics and 100% from the audience. Tim,
1: all I care about is the score from the fans. I don't care about critics.
0: Yeah, if we listened to the critics, Tom, we wouldn't even be here today.
1: <laughs> Actually, like any time a critics ever covered our show, it's been complimentary and nice. Yeah, I think as any critic that <laughs> we would...
0: can't say the same for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I think as any any critic that was gonna like rip us apart probably just felt bad <laughs> before they did it
0: yeah it's just like we don't need to do that. like why would <laughs> yeah why would li- i give these guys any attention
1: life will take care of these guys we don't need to make <laughs> it feel Guess worse what?
0: it hasn't yet
1: yeah suckers we're doing all right
0: we're still hey if, if for those of uh, for those of you who would love to see our demise we got news for you we ain't going anywhere
1: we got news for you stay tuned because <laughs> it hasn't happened yet but it will eventually
0: we got news for you—news about the Foo Fighters every week <laughs> in our new segment, News Fighters.
1: And often it will just be like uh, an ele- I mean, that's pretty good Foo Fighters news. An 11-year-old that's, joining them on stage.
0: Yeah, I mean that was like picked up by by like local news stations. Have you watched the local news lately?
1: <sighs> no. So
0: they'll do things like a child played with the Foo Fighters, and yeah, like that'll be uh, like on the
1: other side of the country.
0: That'll be at, like, 6.07 on the 6 o'clock news. It's yeah, like, we'll, it's there, like, we'll cover Afghanistan, uh, the, the global pandemic, and then a rock concert. Not people, in our city.
1: People like feel-good stories, Tim. hmm Tim, this week we're talking Best I Buy. I like
0: feeling good in general. Oh, sorry, Best Buy. <laughs> Best Buy.
1: Uh, a place where some might feel pretty good.
0: Yeah. Tom, I would say for a while mm-hmm. um, in your life, Best Buy would, was where you would go to unwind.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, there certainly was a time in my life, uh, and it probably still would be a time in my life if it, if like, it weren't uh, difficult to get to a Best Buy. I mean, I guess it's not. I'm within walking distance of a Best Buy.
0: Tom, you can get to a Best Buy it, without getting in a, a car. You could be there in 13 to 16 minutes, I think. Wow, You see. Tim, now
1: you're giving everybody, now everybody's on their computer putting in a, a 13 to 16 mile minute radius of all the Best Buys in New
0: York trying to yeah, pin but down. They don't know I'm talking about the Atlantic uh, terminal well, version. God,
1: Tim, now they do. Uh now, now people are going to be walking that walking that perimeter of the thirteen
0: to sixteen. Just, Just uh, go, Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom. Like, why would anybody want to find you? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I uh, have, that, I have, I need an opinion about the Foo Fighters. Let me find Tom. <laughs> I can't.
1: I can't wait until next Sunday night. I yeah, need to know now. The
0: news fighters segment.
1: Um. Yeah, there was a time where it wasn't necessarily. uh, What did you refer to it as? A a place where I would relax.
0: Yeah, where you go, you'd go to unwind. I mean, I guess
1: maybe you're right. Maybe it was.
0: It was a place I would go
1: when it was like I want to go someplace, but I don't know where.
0: Yeah, I guess it kind of got replaced by bars at some point. But like, I remember like in the summertime or like in the evening on like a school night when we were in high school getting a call from you and you'd call up AJ and you'd call mm-hmm. up Dan and be like hey anybody want to take a, a drive over to Best Buy yeah because when you're a teenager you didn't have anything to buy you could uh, peruse the you could peruse uh, video games mm-hmm. electronics mm-hmm. at that time CDs yep you know there, there was there so much on. one you r- didn't even mention appliances and car stereos uh, I mean, none of us were in the, imagine we were like (laughs) 17-year-old boys, like, check out this blender.
1: Imagine we were like 17-year-old, like four of us 17-year-old boys, like, we're interested in this uh, refrigerator. Can you tell us about all of its features? (laughs) And now the delivery, is that free in the setup? Mm. Now, will you take care of the old refrigerator that we have that we all split in our boys' home?
0: Um, yeah, Tim. We should have gone in on a boy's home.
1: (laughs) I remember as a kid telling my parents, I was like, you suckers, the day I turn 18, I'm out of here. Like, I'll still be in high school, but the day I turn 18, I'm moving into my own apartment. And they were like, that's fine.
0: (laughs) Please. My God. (laughs) You think we're not counting down the days as well?
1: (laughs) And then, uh, right after college, I was like. Well, you won me over. I'm going to move back in. <laughs> I don't have a job or anywhere else to live, so I guess uh, you guys win. I'll keep living here and eating all the food and staying out all night and sleeping all day, if that's yeah. what you guys really want. <laughs> um, yeah, Best Buy as a teen especially. I don't know. Like, where do teens hang out? Like, I, even when we were teens, like, where did teens hang out? The woods? Yeah. It was either the woods. I mean, we would go hang out in the woods sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, there was nowhere, like, too... I I mean, we needed a... Uh, the Max in, in yeah. our town. Yeah, we or, didn't like, an
1: arcade one. or something.
0: Yeah. Part well, of me is just like, oh, we should... I'll move to the suburbs. Me and you and all of our friends and open a bunch of places where, <laughs> where teens can hang out. But I, yeah, I we think should that's open all. a bunch
1: of teen centers.
0: Yeah, that's a weird thing. There were Dave and Buster's at the time, but we never.
1: Well, I was going to we- say, like, where could you go as a teen with no money, uh, or mm. even you know, just not wanting to spend money and just hang out? Because I think that was the biggest thing that it was like, I don't know. None of us had like. just like endless disposable
0: cash yeah i mean or that we wanted
1: to spend on dumb shit like yeah i think when we were teenagers it was like oh i want to i i'm saving this 20 bucks because some dvd or cd's coming out next week and that's what i want
0: yeah i think they're And that's why, and that's why we're going to Best Buy. Sorry, mm-hmm. I was just thinking about where I, I think certain teens mm-hmm. are involved in like sports or clubs or something or hobbies, but we didn't have any of those.
1: No, I mean I played a decent amount of sports, but even like the worst, you know, like practice is still over by like six p.m. and then it's yeah. like, well, freaking now what? And especially during the summer. I mean, I think that's. That's mostly what it was. It was like during the summer, it's like, even when, even I think most of us had like summer jobs, like full-time jobs, it was still like, there's so many hours to fill.
0: <laughs> yeah. Remember that? And it was just like, oh, well, so you know, whoever's parents were away, we could go drink beers in their backyard. Right.
1: But, but that's rare.
0: Yeah. And even that when was, we
1: would go to, like, restaurants or, or uh, Dave & Buster's or something, it's like, all right, well, we went there for, like, three hours. Now what? Yeah. I mean, we're going to— Every,
0: Everybody there was pissed at us the whole time because we were <laughs> yeah. loud and obnoxious.
1: I mean, we're and we're going to stay out, like, all night, so we need to, like, really, really f- find ways to fill the time, and that's what Best Buy did. Yeah. Did you buy a lot of CDs from Best Buy? I feel like they always had real Never. shitty CD prices. Uh,
0: yeah, it was it was I mean, we had an independent uh record store. Yeah. Right in the next town over that was great and they had like bootlegs and stuff too. Right, and much better um, prices. Yeah, so like no, I didn't go and spend like $22 on like a Not a Surf record in
1: 1998 or like a uh like a Van Halen greatest hits.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I picked on not a surf. I mean, I I doubt that Best Buy even... Maybe they had that one that had popular on it. They, but. they
1: had... I feel like towards the end of Best Buy carrying CDs, they had, uh, like, imports and stuff. But, like, the imports were, like, insanely priced.
0: Yeah. But that might be one of the only places you can go to get a... Foo Fighters' uh, <laughs> My Hero single that also had a, CD, uh, a, a CD-ROM cd component that had the Everlong video as a QuickTime yeah. file on it. Yeah,
1: exactly, Tim. <laughs> you <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Um, what do you think is different about the Best Buy experience as a teen uh, compared to the Best Buy experience today?
0: I think when you're a teen... Mm-hmm. You have a much higher tolerance for bullshit, <laughs> and yeah. also as a when team, you go, you'll
1: deal with bullshit all day.
0: Yeah, who cares? Yeah, you you got all day. You have all the time <laughs> in the world, um, and also like every Best Buy uh, employee who's like working on commission or whatever. Mm -hmm. can spot a teen a mile away who's not going to do a goddamn thing for them. So like we were left alone. Now it's unless you need to unless you know what you need but like uh, you know people are trying to just be like hey uh, you want to look at this. Well uh, that's
1: the problem me uh, people like me and you we walk into a Best Buy today and they're like ooh, I can sell this idiot a washer dryer. (laughs) Look at this
0: and every time I fall for it. Look at this uh,
1: boring ass uh, schmuck I'm gonna I'm no, they gonna... just see
0: that our clothes are dirty and wet <laughs> i'm gonna I'm gonna
1: put this guy through the ringer to sell him a dryer mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I guess that that's probably the biggest difference is that well or nowadays they're like oh I could probably like I've been in a best Buy like looking at something on my phone and It'll be like last year's phone, and they'll be like, oh, what is that, an iPhone 7, idiot? <laughs> we have iPhone 8s. You should buy an iPhone 8. Like, what? Yeah. No. I'm looking up the price of this on Amazon to see if I should buy it from them instead.
0: I think it's also, you know, I think we have changed, definitely, but I think Best Buy has also changed. I think the employees that we encountered mm-hmm. in 1997-
1: You don't think it's the are- same people?
0: No, cuz they're they're yeah, it's not there's a, not lot, really of, a, a lot of a lot of best track. buy
1: lifers out there, Tim.
0: But they were being paid the same wage that they're being paid <laughs> yeah. now in 2021, 24 years later. Um and infl- you know, it didn't exactly keep up with inflation. is what I'm right. saying. Right. Yeah.
1: See, so you're saying Best Buy employees nowadays don't care as much.
0: Nor should they. Yeah. They're not being paid enough to care. You're just saying
1: that to save uh, our our Best Buy employee audience.
0: Any Best Buy employees
1: out there that were about to be like, you know what? Screw this guy, Tim. But then he said, oh, they shouldn't care. It's fine. I'll keep
0: listening. You work for a a Best Buy. Mm -hmm. Email us and we'll make sure that you're taken care of.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Why are uh, we making sure they're taken care of instead of the other way around? What are we going to do for them?
0: What do you mean? How
1: about this? If you work for Best Buy, email us. You scratch our back, we'll scratch yours.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I meant, Tom, but I wasn't trying to make it that explicit. You got to make it explicit,
1: Tim. Otherwise, these people are going to be emailing us, ooh, what can you do for me?
0: Yeah. And what are you going to do? We re- this is what you reply depends what are you going to do for me yeah see
1: oh i see that, that's how uh that works huh
0: yeah but then we have our their email address already you know like
1: so we can blackmail them we can be like we're, we'll go to the ceo of best buy with this evidence yeah and they're not going to be able to, to actually if somebody came to me and they were like uh tim sent me this email I mean, probably I would I would find some way to make it right for. Them. like I'm sorry he did that. I'm sorry he made these outlandish promises to you. Uh, all in the efforts for him to just get a discounted washer dryer. Honestly, I don't know why he needs another one of those. You know, they get them every time
0: get me every time, and I wind up flipping them, but for less than I paid for them.
1: Right. Well, you, you've you bought into what the salespeople tell you, which is, uh, you know, you got to buy a new washer and dryer every year.
0: Yeah. They become obsolete. I mean, obsolete. I buy new clothes every year.
1: Yeah. You buy new clothes. I, I, I took that to mean you replace your entire wardrobe every year.
0: Um, I've been buying a lot of t-shirts lately, Tom, but I don't think I've bought any actual clothes since... 2015 maybe yeah yeah sometimes
1: I I'll look at clothes or I'll see like a an old picture and I'll be like wow I've had that shirt for a very long time huh yeah why sometimes I'll look at a picture I'll be like wow that that pair of underwear
0: that's really been around for a while huh you gotta stop taking so many underwear pictures of yourself Tom This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com guide. Look, life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, your life is probably stressful. My life is stressful, Tom, and look at me. I'm a great man, and I have a lot of things. I have, uh
1: Pe- Outsiders would think you have it all.
0: Exactly, but I'm stressed as hell. I mean, everything. You know, the, this dang pandemic. We're recording remotely again this yeah. week. Please don't That's swear stressful. in the ads. Uh, you may not you, look. You may not be feeling down and out and depressed, or like you're at a total loss. But if your stress is high, your temper is shorter than usual. Tell me about it. Or even if you're starting to feel strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life, someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to your family and friends, you need to unload it, and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Complete Guide to Everything listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com guide. That's betterhel dot guide. And Tom, hell isn't a curse. This episode is sponsored by Raycon. Look, things are getting back to normal. They're opening back up mm-hmm. in some cases. You know, we're we're out and about, Tom. Yes, uh, I'm I'm on the subway uh, a few times a week now.
1: Mm, look at you, big city yeah. boy.
0: Makes me anxious sometimes, though. <laughs> and no matter how you're feeling about getting back out there. There's no denying it's an adjustment. And if you're like me, you may be a little bit anxious about it. So when the world gets too loud, something I love to do is create my own soundtrack by popping in my Raycon wireless earbuds. Sometimes you need some upbeat music to pump you up before you see people or to stay calm with some guided meditation. Tom, mm-hmm. on the subway, again, there's some people who, you know, uh, not following the rules. It makes yeah. me uh, a little anxious. uncomfortable. hmm Put on some some dang Yola Tango that that chills me out. Put in a, I curated my own playlist. Tom. Wow! Listen to it on look my Raycons. You. Let me tell you right now, Raycons are the best way to listen. They come with a bunch of gel tips for your comfort, and unlike some other brands, they don't stick out of your ears, yeah, so you don't like look a like a, a goon. Yeah. Raycons have a thirty-two hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you really can't lose. Give them a try, you'll see what I mean. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, the Complete Guide to Everything listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash guide. That's buyraycon.com slash guide to save 15% on Raycons. Buy, this B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash guide.
1: Tim, I was doing some, uh, re- you know, so far there's been a pretty subjective view of Best Buy.
0: I don't think so.
1: <laughs> and people usually come to us for an objective view of topics. They come uh, to learn. So I found on, on corporate.bestbuy.com. Okay. Not just regular bestbuy.com. Uh, an article entitled, Five Things You Never Knew About Best Buy. Or did you? I don't know why it needs that. <laughs> like,
0: you know what? I appreciate that. Is that supposed that. to creep when, me out? I don't know. It, it Nothing pisses me off more when, than when some clickbait website is like, 10 things you didn't notice about Home Alone. And they're just like, plot points. And it's like, yeah. don't tell me I didn't notice that they threw out the goddamn plane tickets. That's yeah. a, it's a children's movie, <laughs> and there's a whole like five-second shot about it. They show you, like, don't tell me I didn't notice this. You didn't notice this, you idiot.
1: Yeah, and they're like little musical cues, you know, yeah. of like, oh, uh-oh, danger. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, this this was posted five years ago. Uh, Tim, I don't know if this is why uh, the gods deemed that we do a show about Best Buy this week because Best Buy's anniversary just passed. The devil
0: devil deemed it. I heard (laughs) it in a Rolling Stones album.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tim, I don't know if you've been listening to a Rolling Stones album backwards and the devil told you we need to do an episode about Best Buy this week, Uh, but they just had their anniversary on August 22nd.
0: Happy birthday, uh, Best Buy. Um, How old are they?
1: 55 years young.
0: Wow. That's older than the two of us put together.
1: (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Um, But this is an article from... I guess this is how they really celebrated their 50th anniversary with a bang by (laughs) posting to their blog five things you never knew about Best Buy. And boy... This is a boring company. <laughs> the first thing is, we weren't always called Best Buy. From 1966 to 1983, they were known as Sound of Music. Yep. You like know the, what? Like the movie, it says. Uh,
0: well, they shouldn't admit <laughs> that. It, now now, that now, now were, they're going to get sued. Was
1: that what you were going to add?
0: <laughs> no. I was going to say, look, if you were called something else, Yeah. sorry, I'm counting Best Buy's existence starting from when they started calling themselves Best Buy. So Best Buy is is younger than us, Tom.
1: Oh, by that account, because they started in 1980. if it's not
0: called Best Buy, I don't care what the corporate Uh, parent, how old that is. I mean,
1: I will say... When did the sign go up? I will say, like, obviously, it doesn't mention in here, but obviously they... uh, Changed their name because they didn't just sell music anymore. They were selling consumer right. electronics. So it's probably a combination of like their lawyers being like, wait a minute, you can't just name the company after a famous movie. <laughs> uh, and also, if it's called The Sound of Music, nobody's going to come in here looking to buy a refrigerator. Yeah. But Best Buy.
0: They should be uh, The Sound of Music and things to keep your groceries chilled and more and more and a machine to launder your clothes and then drive them
1: more stores should be called this uh, you know whatever the store is and more because that's what entices you like well i gotta see what else you know may they they've got some stuff they for one reason or another don't want to put on the sign and I got to see what it is. Maybe it's yeah. you know, illegal goods. Maybe... Uh, like,
0: like, Is that the Beyond in Bed Bath & Beyond? Is like drugs? Uh,
1: yeah, or just like hot, hot, hot goods. You know, stuff that like fell off the back of the truck. Stolen housewares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot
0: cheaper. <laughs> There's no tax on it.
1: Yeah, if you go in the back, they have uh, stolen bed sheets <laughs> that, that, yeah. that they only sell in cash. Uh, number two is... They were early to the gift card game. Uh, we introduced our first plastic gift card back in 1995, making us one of the first retailers to do so. Today, our tag-shaped card is said to be the only gift card in the industry that consumers can identify with their eyes closed. <laughs> who, who says that? <laughs> Somebody at Best Buy?
0: Yeah. Um... I guess I don't know. I've never had to. Uh, would you be able to identify that if I handed you? would if I said, "Close your eyes," and now I would
1: because it? I would be like, "Oh yeah, shape." Yeah. It's got the little cutout. Sure.
0: Yeah, like a tag. Yeah, you know but, what? You know I don't know something ironic. Their whole logos, their whole logo is based around a ta- a price tag. Mm-hmm. You can't find a dang price tag on anything in that place. You can't not like the ones that like you affix with a string to uh to oh right product. that
1: kind of a oh i see they're all stickers yeah yeah
0: they're stickers are their little uh little just pieces of things in front of the stuff that's stacked on the yes on the shelf
1: oh yeah they have like the little placards but yeah. you, can placard. tell, you can tell placard you can tell if in a in an article to celebrate their 50th year anniversary two items in <laughs> they're they're bragging about how they were one of the first <laughs> to have gift cards and that their tag shaped gift cards is the only one in the industry that consumers can identify with their eyes closed. Yeah. Which is not to be fair, not normally something you know, I've never been in a Best Buy where there's been uh, like a blackout and but the yeah. registers are still working and I still need to buy something but they're like we we can't sit here all day swiping every card you've got. We right. we need to know for sure this is a Best Buy card.
0: Um, Tom, mm-hmm. also is that that's kind of a dubious like gift certificates existed for. Well, so that's why they like, said
1: plastic gift
0: cards. Yeah, so like they're like we were the first to introduce plastic waste into <laughs> into this into this transaction.
1: Yeah. Although, I will say, like, you know, uh, one of those cards is a lot easier than when you have, like, a gift certificate and you're not spending it all. And then they have to, like, cross out the amount and write a no, new amount. a lot
0: of times they just give you the cash back.
1: Or, well, yeah, sometimes they'll do that, which is nice. Which is,
0: yeah. Because, like... It's, gift cards are a scam because you're never gonna spend exactly fifty dollars at Best Buy oh they'll see to that top. oh even so either you're gonna spend more and mm-hmm. you're going to have to make up the difference with cash or you're gonna have like two dollars on it and yeah. and then they just they just pocket that old man Best Buy just pockets that
1: well even more than that Tim the, you know the uh, the number of uh, unused gift cards that will just never be used or, or be lost mm-hmm. or put in a drawer. That's what they're after. That that's where the real money is.
0: And oftentimes, you know, for other retailers, um, you'll give a gift card to somebody who is blind and then they just won't know where that card is. Right. From.
1: And they're like, Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, so I'll and never I be able go to go around town swiping this thing. I
0: gotta go to every every store.
1: Yeah. Try well, it. God forbid somebody tell me <laughs> what what's printed on here. Um Number Sometimes three.
0: people are just too proud for their own good
1: <laughs> Number three, we tried our hand at movie rentals. So again, you know, number two, they're bragging about plastic gift cards. Number three, we tried something and it didn't work. <laughs> VCRs and VHS tapes were big business in the mid-1980s. So big, in fact, that they accounted for more than half of our sales growth in 1984. And as home video revenue surpassed ticket sales at movie theaters, we briefly offered video rentals from 1987 to 1990.
0: And we lost our fucking shirts. (laughs) We forgot. The CEO was fired. The CFO uh, changed his identity and moved out of the country.
1: Oh boy, we forgot to get people's information before we lent them the tapes. (laughs) And A lot of these tapes just never came back.
0: A lot Tom you know what they were so um, uh, they were so inexperienced they didn't have due dates for anything it was just like hey just take this and bring it back sometime
1: well yeah bring it back soon bring hey as soon yeah. as you watch it bring it right back yeah
0: like the minute you're done <laughs> with it
1: um I I remember uh, during like the this is actually a little bit early but during the like um uh, blockbuster heyday. A bunch of other places trying to get into like, hey, like that's a hot market. Now we start rent, like Seven Elevens would be like, now we rent tapes and be like, yeah, eh. like renting tapes. Sure. It's it's pretty straightforward, but I still feel like it's something that can't be added on to another business easily.
0: Uh, tell that to Redbox, Tom.
1: Sure, once technology got to that point, yeah, but it wasn't at that point yet.
0: Yeah, I liked a dedicated video store, Tom.
1: Absolutely,
0: I don't oh, want to get my Mission Impossible DVD from the dang supermarket.
1: I yeah, supermarkets that was a big one. I don't want to be, I don't want to have a big uh, pile of things at Best Buy that I'm buying and tell them I'm buying this, I'm buying this, I'm buying this. Uh, this I'm just borrowing for a little while. Come on, come on! You're just gonna confuse them, and then all of a sudden they're gonna call you up and they're gonna say, uh, "Where's our refrigerator? It's it's due back by now." Be like, "No, I, I just wanted to borrow Mission Impossible. I wanted yeah, to keep the refrigerator. That's
0: mine to keep, from what I understand." And they're like,
1: "No, according to this, you bought Mission Impossible, and you just rented our fridge for a week." You'd be like, "Oh, that would explain why it had uh, old milk in it."
0: Side note, Tom, do -hmm. you know how much DVDs, not new movies, but like back catalog DVDs cost at Best Buy these days? They're like super cheap, right? They're like $3. You can go and get (laughs) Wayne's World with (laughs) director's commentary on DVD for $3. Wow. Insane. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. If you You watch
0: the movie, that's 90 minutes. Then you watch Penelope's Furious uh, talk about it. That's enough, That's three hours. Would for, you? For, that's a, a dollar an hour.
1: Under what circumstances would you buy a DVD nowadays?
0: Um, to watch a director's commentary. I really miss special features. Hmm. Um,
1: I really miss creature features.
0: Tom, we all miss creature features. Hey, uh, why don't you look at uh, uh, Under My Sink? <laughs> You'll see some creatures there. Cockroaches.
1: <laughs> right? Do you, need, do you need help getting rid of them or something?
0: Nah, nah. Got, I got a guy. I got an exterminator. Uh, yeah, nah, I've,
1: I've got one of those situations where you, you open up uh, underneath the cabinet and all the cockroaches turn at you and go, Hello, pal!
0: <laughs> hey, close that door! Yeah, I got a real Joe's apartment situation going on in my in my life.
1: I completely forgot that. I'm like, where am I getting this idea from? (laughs) It's Joe's apartment.
0: Yeah, it was MTV's first movie and everybody loved it.
1: (laughs) Tim, number four. Best Buy has helped customers recycle more than a billion pounds of e-waste.
0: Electronic waste.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, robots poop out on the weekends.
1: I've always had trouble finding where those things are at Best Buy.
0: Yeah, they don't want to take that stuff.
1: Yeah, it costs them money to to take yeah. it. They don't. They don't usually get anything from it. I mean, I'm sure some stuff, but
0: what do you do with your old electronics?
1: Uh, mostly keep them forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, in a box that you move from apartment to yes. apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your wife's like, can we get rid of some of this stuff? And you just go, uh, no, I think I need that because you don't know how to get rid of it.
1: Uh, actually, I might need a component cable to, uh, to like the little phono cable that you would plug into a camcorder. I might need that, so.
0: I might need an iPod mini from 2006 that hasn't worked in 14 years.
1: Yeah. Uh, And if I'm going to use that, I'm going to need that 30-pin iPod connector cable to go with it. I mean, otherwise, what am I going to do with it? Um, Yeah. E-waste should be easier to recycle. I mean, there should just be like, you know, they should do it like uh, the way they do... uh, like uh, deposits on bottles, where it's like when you buy a new phone or something, there should be like ah, oh, there's like a twenty dollar deposit on this, and if you bring it back one day to any place that takes this stuff, they'll give you twenty dollars back.
0: Who would willingly implement that?
1: <laughs> Nobody. I mean, the the government would. Apple have to do would it.
0: be like, oh yeah, we'll charge we'll, we'll charge an extra twenty dollars that we don't uh, get an iPhone that we don't get, and then we also have to dispose of it when they bring it back. Well, yeah. Tim Cook's not going to go for that. Tim Cook's no fool.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like a government or something would have to do it. Otherwise, uh, Yeah. but I mean, our government's not going to do it as long as we can just keep throwing things out in China. <laughs> mm. uh, number five, Tim. Why are
0: we not? Come on. What? You always laugh at me. But we're getting to the point where we could blast a lot of this shit up into space, right? It's too expensive. You say that now, yeah, but it's getting cheaper by the day, <laughs>
1: but not nearly cheap enough to send garbage into space.
0: <laughs> we'll take a lot of garbage every time.
1: It's still co- it costs like I'm not gonna mil- like,
0: oh oh yeah, we're just gonna take my household garbage for the week. Into space? No, it'll be me and the whole <laughs> block. We'll all put our we'll all put our our garbage for the whole week in a rocket.
1: Yeah, you'll have like a, a rocket on the corner. You know, it will just blast I mean, off eventually.
0: From there. Also, Tim, you got Bezos, you got Musk, you got uh, Branson. There, you got and then you got every uh Yeah, government. and you,
1: and you think one of these guys is going to take a back seat to garbage? <laughs> you think Bezos is going to say? Yeah, instead of sending me, send 95 pounds of garbage up into space.
0: Mm-hmm. You can monetize it.
1: How could you monetize it?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You, you charge <laughs> I don't it. know.
1: He's the billionaire. He could figure. Yeah, they do charge for it, Tim, and it costs a lot of money. It costs like half a million dollars.
0: Well, that's why you need a lot of garbage, Tom. It's going to work.
1: Tim, I've, I've been telling you for years, just burn your garbage, and then it goes out into space.
0: Uh, And I've been taking that advice. Thank you very much. (laughs) I've been trying to convince others to do it as well.
1: There's already too much garbage in space. I mean, there's not too much garbage in space. There's too much garbage orbiting around the Earth and causing problems.
0: Space junk time. Yeah,
1: trying to decapitate astronauts out there for for a nice spacewalk. All of a sudden, you know, some knucklehead samurai sword that he threw out 20 years ago comes along and uh, lops his head off.
0: Why well, you wouldn't throw out a, a samurai sword, Tom? Be real. Has anybody ever thrown out a samurai sword? Tim, they didn't
1: throw it out. They sent it to space, hoping it would come back down, and then they would have a space samurai sword that they'd be able mm. to brag to everybody about.
0: Yeah, and who knows? Like, it might come back with powers.
1: Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, it might. There's a pretty good shot that it's going to come back with some kind of powers. They might not be powers that you necessarily want, but it's going to have some kind of powers.
0: Yeah.
1: Tim, number five, our Geek Squad agents. Now, I'm speaking as Best Buy, to be clear. I'm not yeah, talking yeah. about me and you's Geek Squad agents.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a totally separate squad <laughs> this, of
1: geeks. Uh, our Geek Squad agents make approximately 5 million house calls a year. And you think they only fix broken computers. Guess again. They,
0: I mean, it Guess says, again, shithead.
1: It says, guess again. And then basically it's like, they also fix routers. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, got I, you there. I figured they probably did that. Tim, have you ever had any encounters with the Geek Squad?
0: I, I, I have not had the pleasure. I have not had the pleasure.
1: Yeah? You've never... Uh, uh, been out of Best Buy and thought it would be funny to trick somebody from the Geek Squad into the bathroom and give them a nice big swirly.
0: Because they're geeks? Yeah. I remember you used to think that was the most demeaning title. Yeah, because I. You know, Explain what the Geek Squad is, Tom. So,
1: for. Well, the Geek Squad. The reason why I found it demeaning is because for a period of time, I was a genius at Apple, at an Apple store. Mm -hmm. And now calling somebody that, you know, fixes uh, iPods and computers at the time, a genius, is a bit of a stretch. Uh, But that was, you know, Steve Jobs' idea, so nobody said no to him. Um, But at least it was like, uh, yeah, complimentary. A genius, who wouldn't want to be considered a genius? Whereas right. a geek, you know, that comes from like the carnival days.
0: Yeah, but maybe it shows that they can be a little self-deprecating. They have a sense of humor, Tom, in the way that a genius. How many of the, your fellow geniuses took that title a little too seriously? I'm just like, hey, you're still working retail.
1: Uh, yeah, some, some took it, uh, a little too seriously. Um, but it was also actually the bigger problem was that the word lost all meaning. Mm. So we would use the word all the time and like, not really think of, you know, like the actual meaning of genius. And, uh, you know, sometimes you would just like mention it to people that didn't know that and they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I have to go take it to the back to some genius. <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> no, I don't need a genius. I just need somebody to, you know, put a new battery in this thing or something. Um, So that's why I found the Geek Squad to me. Also, the Geek Squad, I mean, I did not envy them because, as I mentioned from this article, they did house calls, which like, Jesus, I would never, ever, ever want to do any kind of house call for
0: anything. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, you understand that some businesses you, you do like you can't be a plumber who doesn't make. Oh, houses. I
1: know. But I'm just saying, you know, they have my respect because that's something I would n- never want to do because I just I don't like going into strangers homes.
0: Hmm. Well, I, I don't uh, like being that's on... not what the police say. They say <laughs> that you like to go in and do <laughs> well, some no, creepy it's crawlies. Different. It's different if
1: nobody's there, Tim. Yeah.
0: Or if they're sleeping.
1: Yeah. I mean, we would have like, uh, uh, you know, sometimes like we were expressly forbidden from ever going to anyone's house. And like sometimes we would have, especially on Long Island, we would have, you know, like uh, celebrities who lived out in the Hamptons. And they would, you know, you know, to them, it's like, oh, you helped me out. Or celebrities are like, you know, a celebrity's assistant or something. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, you helped me out, and you were nice. Uh, I'll gladly pay you $1,000 to just, like, come to my house and change the Wi-Fi password. let me fi- sleep with your wife. And let me sleep, oh, with a genius's wife. Yeah. Wow, a real indecent proposal.
0: Zach, exactly. th- did, th- did you feel a lot of indecent proposals at the Genius Bar? Um, not
1: indecent proposals. Propositions, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but not did people,
0: did did a lot of people come in and it's like, well, this guy's a genius. So I'm gonna gonna try to bed a genius.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll I'll siphon some of his powers.
0: And no one's trying to bed a geek. Tom, the Geek Squad mm-hmm. was originally its own independent company.
1: Yes, I knew that.
0: Best Buy, They only became affiliated with Best Buy in 2002. Yep. Yeah, it was
1: like as a response to the genius bar that yeah. was like, well, Oh, dude, well we need we need something like this. I mean it's also I'm sure for Best Buy, that's like one of their most profitable, you know, areas.
0: Yeah. Because everything else uh, they're selling nowadays is the selling set on up like up a, a
1: They're they're selling on such a razor thin margin that it's mm-hmm. like oh if if yeah if somebody if we can get paid 100 bucks to mount a tv to somebody's wall uh that that's a, yeah there's a lot more you don't have to pay this that. geek
0: barely anything yeah
1: exactly you pay this geek you know maybe 20 dollars an hour to do that and then uh, yeah. we take the other 80 dollars
0: um can i tell you one thing i really don't like about the best buy experience tom and was it always this way mm mm-hmm. mhm that when you buy something as minor as like a cable or a printer cartridge ah, at Best Buy. I, I know what you're gonna say. That you're tried to be upsold in twenty thousand different ways. Be it yes. warranties, be it like other products, be it mm-hmm. uh, the Best Buy credit card. Yes. Um. And then, like, the, and then you had to give so much information to them. Mm. Um, what is that all about? Why do they do this? It, it, it really makes it like every time I go to Best Buy, every time I buy something at Best Buy, as soon as I like start the transaction, I, I remember like, oh, shit, this is why I don't go to Best <laughs> Buy and buy yeah. things.
1: When I used to work in Union Square in Manhattan, I would go to that Best Buy all the time. But, like, whenever I was buying – so, like, usually I would go there to, like, buy new video games. You know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, this new game's coming out. I'm going to – Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey Kong. (laughs) Donkey Kong Jr., Q-Bert, Q-Bert Jr. Um, I would always do in-store pickup because so many times I made the mistake where I was, like, Oh, they're they're you know I'm gonna buy the new I don't know uh, Uncharted game and I know they're gonna have a billion copies of the of this you know they don't run out of things anymore when it's like oh we just have to press more Blu-ray discs um, okay. so sometimes I wouldn't reserve one and then I would promptly remember like oh boy <laughs> yeah I have to like ask somebody to get it. And then they're going to ask me a million questions. But if you do in store pickup, like you just have to show them your receipt on your phone and
0: your ID. Yeah. And then they look around for 45 minutes and then they <laughs> have to ask another guy why it isn't back there. For some
1: reason, at the Union, Union Square one, they, I don't think they were even that organized. It was maybe just a lot of people didn't do pickups there. Like it was mm-hmm. always pretty quick. I was always impressed. But. Along those I've done lines, pickups
0: at that Union Square one, Tom, and it was not quick. No, nah. well, Looks what were like you picking up? I got up? a touch of the Best Buy Bad Luck.
1: I also uh, like
0: refrigerator. I
1: also, oh, Tim, I told you to stop buying those
0: refrigerators.
1: You don't have to get a new one every year just because they've got, you know, the new, uh, new version of Android and the touchscreen on the front.
0: They're colder, Tom. (laughs) Every year they come out with a colder refrigerator and I need to get the
1: coldest one. Um, No, at that Best Buy at Union Square, I know I've complained about this to you before. You have to take an escalator to get to like the main Mm -hmm. showroom, which is another thing that's like pickups on the first floor escalator. You have to go upstairs. At the top of the stairs, they have a fucking table with people trying to get you to change your energy company. Yeah. Like like things that are norm- and like, you
0: get bamboozled every time.
1: No, I mean it's just these things that are normally like on the street and annoying. But it's like this is the first thing coming into your store. Somebody's like, "Hey, pal, how would you like a new pair of Bose headphones?" And then if you're like, "No, I'm not interested," they're like, "What? You don't like free stuff?" And it's like, "No, but you're selling some fucking scam electric uh, alternative or whatever."
0: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I has never you understood know, you,
1: what kind of business would be like. You know what? We should lease space to another business that harasses our customers as
0: they enter the store because they're the only game in town. When yeah. when you have very few places to get what you need to get, because like the only reason you're in Best Buy is because you need it that day, yeah. right? Yeah. Nowadays you certainly... would just order it and it would right. be delivered. Mm-hmm. So like they're just like nowhere like they got you over a barrel my friend yeah
1: yeah it's either that or like you are dumb and you don't know about like ordering yeah. stuff online so you in might case, also you don't care. they also like you might also they, switch your energy provider <laughs> at a best buy
0: they they rent out space in the aisles to Professional pickpockets. Whoa, pick is that true? Be like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you twenty percent <laughs> of anything that I find in your customers' wallets.
1: <laughs> wow Now you would think they would be worried about those pickpockets stealing inventory.
0: Nah, I mean they, uh, the pickpockets know where their bread's buttered. They're good at picking <laughs> pockets. They're not good at shoplifting merchandise.
1: Um, along those lines, Tim, I don't, I, I don't know if they still do this. They must, though is uh, Best Buy was always big on the Monster Cables. Yeah. The cable that comes with, you know, whatever you're buying, that shit's not good enough. It's not gold-plated. It's not built to the standards that a Monster would require.
0: Monster Cables is, I think, one of my favorite scams (laughs) because it's so easy to do your research and just know that, like, they're like they're if anything worse than than yeah. the standard version. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just like all branding and all smoke and mirrors. And it's nice to see that there's something that is <laughs> just like like it's just like uh like wellness tonics from the from like the 1880s or something. <laughs> yeah. it's like it's just one of those companies, and it's uh it's quaint. It's nice. Well,
1: it's funny to me that. They were pulling all that stuff, you know. They're they're not nearly as prevalent as they used to be. They got bought by somebody,
0: right? Probably. I think they they got got eaten by an actual. I think they got bought by Beats,
1: actually. Um, but uh, it's funny to me just because they were selling cables that were like I don't know nonsense that you didn't need, whereas like nowadays there actually is a legitimate like, you know you a lot of like power cables for your phone or whatever. It's like, eh, you probably shouldn't buy that at like a gas station or, Mm -hmm. or, uh, on Amazon, unless it's from like a known brand, because, you know, this could just be from like a company that doesn't exist and therefore doesn't care if it burns your house down (laughs) because it overheats. Uh, and, uh, you know, if monster were around, they could be that, uh, reliable brand of braided nylon cables.
0: Tom, that sound you hear is me breathing a sigh of relief um, that it took a full hour for you to start talking about some minutiae, about some (laughs) fucking cables that nobody cares about. Uh, We made it to the end of the episode. Uh, I was afraid we were going to hit like like minute 36 and you'd be like, you know, off-brand cables are uh, dangerous and a scam. Well,
1: Tim, I, I'm saving all that stuff for our Patreon episode this week about off-brand cables.
0: <laughs> cable chat. C- uh, what can we call it? Uh, wise guys on wires.
1: Best buys, wise guys.
0: Wires talking, edition.
1: Talking, talking ties, and then in parentheses it will say cable, like cable ties. So if cool. you want to hear that show and more, <laughs> patreon.com slash complete guide is where you can find it. No, right now we're, we're doing books and podcasts. We're reading uh, The Novelization of Junior, uh, the movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, and more. Oh, it was a movie? It was, Tim. The novelization was successful. So I just successful, thought it was a really
0: well-written book.
1: Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash complete guide to get all the back stuff. TCGT.com is where you can find uh, just about everything you'd ever want uh except a link to bestbuy.com but you just go to bestbuy.com if you want to go there yeah Um, you can follow us on instagram at tcgte follow us on twitter at complete guide you can follow me on instagram and twitter at tom
0: reynolds follow me at your pal tim
1: check out our reddit r slash tcgte and check out our discord
0: don't do multi-week bits there nobody likes it it's not funny
1: what do you mean? Um,
0: there's, just, don't worry about it. You can <laughs> right. get uh, more uh, uh, news fighters at FooFighters dot com slash news.
1: <laughs> Tim, what are you doing? You're you're advertising the competitor. Oh I God. thought we were trying to steal traffic away from FooFighters dot com slash news.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, like. Are we really going to well, cover? I'll say this. If Mick every... Jagger and Dave Grohl recording a song called Easy Sleazy together. I wish we had,
1: but it's not news anymore, Tim.
0: Yeah, I know exactly. So people can go.
1: I'd like for this podcast to eventually get to the point where people say to each other, don't believe it just because you read it on foofires dot com slash news. make sure you heard it from uh newsfighters the the segment on the complete guide to everything
0: yeah, and we'll devote the first ten minutes of every episode and eventually it will grow
1: no. and grow depending on how much news is available we'll yeah. do We'll do some retro news, you know we'll be like, what was you know today in Foo Fighters News twenty years ago.
0: Today, uh, the Foo Fighters ask, "Does HIV really lead to AIDS?" <laughs> Nate Mendel's answer might surprise you. Um, Tim,
1: uh, I was also reading about how uh, uh, one of the few controversies that Best Buy has had that apparently at uh, at one point um, the FBI was hiring Geek Squad employees to basically be like a child porn. Finders,
0: huh?
1: Which makes, I mean, if you're working, do you
0: think a lot of Geek Squad uh, employees were sweating a little bit?
1: <laughs> well, you're not going to check everything, are you? <laughs> um, no, but I'm imagining if if you're working at Best Buy, uh, the Geek Squad, and an FBI agent approaches you and is like, "How would you like to be a deputy?" You'd be like, oh hell yeah! When what? I when I worked at Apple, I worked with the FBI once, and it was the coolest thing ever. I couldn't believe the this FBI guy was telling us so many stories. Uh, it felt like they I was in a, bullshit. It felt They're like I was an James FBI Coney-esque agent too.
0: Freaking the, the, the
1: goofballs! At, when he was leaving, I asked him, "Would you consider me an FBI agent right now?" And he said, "No." I'd consider you one of the best agents I've ever met.
0: We'll see you next week.
1: That was a headgum podcast.